Coming up on TMS, catches fleas just like flies. South Pack the Cat. Doing edibles in the van with Shaggy. Kirkland brand Buffalo Wild Wings. Knowing all the prominent Korean families in the valley. Tony Shalhoub, bless you. <laughs> Two open-faced chicken things. If Charlize throws up, I'll be excited. From chunks yeah. to cream. The Elons must be crazy. Tom's twisted Twitter tales. Everyone in Hamilton is dead. Don't be doing it in London. Gross kitchen. You want a birthday. Recommendal musicals with no singing with Randy and Nicole. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. There's something about a freight train that talks to the very heart of a boy. And to the boy that lives within a man. A freight train fetches treasures from wonderful places. And takes them to other places that must be wonderful too. Because they're somewhere else. Why is that little boy clinging to your leg? He's scared. The morning stream. Morning stream. Look out, Muppets! Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning stream. It is Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Nippet. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hello. It's uh, Wednesday. How do you feel about Wednesday? All right. Uh, it's Wednesday, the 13th, Scott. And you know what that means? Uh oh. It means uh, absolutely nothing. Say oh. it again. Okay. Say it again. War. Do, 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 do. All right. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. It is Wednesday. It means recommendals <laughs> later. We got Tom. We got all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah. so uh, park your butts and, and get ready because it's going to be great. I do have to tell you a brief story that confuses me. It flummoxed me. I, Ooh, I need okay. I need help. I need advice on why this was sure. or what the trend is. Um, we noticed the other night. Okay, so I first need to admit to a, a guilty moment. Okay. Um, Kim and I got a little peckish one night and we're hungry. We're just like, oh my gosh, we ate sure. already. Why do we want to eat again? Uh-huh. And she's like, well, it's because we were out with the dogs and it was hot all day and we were tired and I think we were just a little underfed for the day. So she's like, you know what? Just Let's just get something quick. I'm like, all right, fine. Open up DoorDash. And we're like, what's easy? What's cheap? What's what's just something, something small, something to get us by? That was sure. the mood we were in. So we do this. We open it up and we notice there's a bunch of new names in there. Like, oh, what's this place? It says it's only like 0.8 miles away. It's called uh, Bird Dogs. What's that? Mm. And I thought, well, that sounds all right. What do they got? Oh, they got these big open faced chicken sandwich things, and they got this like uh, other stuff, and they got, and it's like a new name, and it's very close. I'm like, I didn't even see that pop up. Interesting. Maybe we should try them. And it wasn't just then. There were like a handful of other names that we'd never heard of before that were just suddenly existing. <laughs> And we thought, oh, wow, really? Uh, Look at the booming, you know, trade going on here in the in the restaurant business here locally. I just couldn't believe it. Oh no! Yeah, I'm I'm predicting. I think I I know what's going on, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish. All right, because when you because maybe you'll have a good answer for this because I don't. So here's what happens: we order the bird dogs thing or whatever. I I may have that name not exactly 100 percent right, but it's something like that. I think that's right because we have bird dog here. Do you? Okay, so that might be it. So we order that, and ding dong, the bell rings like 20 minutes later. Go grab the bag. The bag on the side has a big giant Buffalo Wild Wings logo. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, oh, did we get the wrong? Well, let's look inside. So we open it up, and inside are these two open-faced chicken oh. things like we ordered. Okay. It's exactly okay. correct. This place 
doesn't exist. It's Buffalo Wild Wings using a different name to get other stuff. So you can go to Buffalo Wild Wings on the app and get food from them. That's not a problem. But there's like these Ghost Rider uh, stores. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never heard of that. That's weird. Either use their kitchen or just are are different, like a same thing, different brand. Well, it could be that. It could be the kitchen, right? It could be like... yeah. Like you said, I think I had heard of that where they'll lease. Because Crumble was that for a while before they started opening up spaces. Uh, Crumble cookies, right? Like they were, um, you know, they were just uh, mockingbird, (laughs) mockingbird restaurants that would go into other (laughs) restaurants' kitchens and cook cookies or bake cookies. So that's the thing where what the other restaurant leases the kitchen and just says, "Yep, you can make your stuff here." Yeah, okay. Um, That's not what I was expecting because. Like you, I opened up, uh, well, I opened up a food delivery service, but I opened up an app that I haven't opened in a long time because we wanted uh, Cup Pop. Oh, yeah, Cup Pop. Mm, Cup Pop. Yeah, oh, hold on a second. There's Alexa, stop. <laughs> stop it already. The F is wrong with you. Uh, <laughs> so we had the Moors over last night to do Puzzle Pint. It was Squid Game theme this, this uh, month, which was awesome. And, uh, uh, we we said, oh well, let's get Cup Bop. I haven't had it. Um, uh, Clark loves Cup Bop because they had a uh, a restaurant downtown that he would always go to. So I'm like, all right, well, look in DoorDash. Oh, it's not in DoorDash. Look in GrubHub. Oh, not in GrubHub either. Okay, well, I'll just Google search Cup Bop delivery, mm. and up comes Uber Eats. And it's like, oh, I have an Uber Eats account. I haven't used it since like you know 2019 or 2020 or something. Yeah. Uh, but let's go ahead and fire that up. So I open up my app, I log in, and um, and and I'm seeing a bunch of restaurants that I don't recognize. Like, oh my gosh, there's all these places that that we could order from Uber Eats. Mm. It hadn't figured out where I was in the world yet, Scott. So these are all restaurants oh. in Kansas City, <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> oh, that's no good. Although I bet the barbecue was real good while you while you were briefly. It looked in really Kansas good City. in there. I'm like, oh wow, very cool. And then finally, it uh, it blinked off for a second and then came back up and said, "Here are restaurants near you." And there was Cup Bop. Oh. We got Cup Bop. I yeah. got the Combo Bop, What'd which was think? the yeah. fried chicken and uh, beef combo. It was damn good. Mm. And I went with a five. Oh, no, that's that's daring, actually. Five's a little high. Uh, you know, it goes from zero to ten, and I was thinking, all right, well, let's let's try five. Five was, was I could probably go a seven and still be fine. Mm. Five was like, oh, I feel there's a nice little bit of heat. Tina did a two, and she's like, wow, is this hot for anybody else? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's not hot for me. Yep. I guess um, it just depends on your. I, I usually go a four. I've done a five yeah. before. It's a little hot for me on a five, but yeah, yeah. it's, uh, they're great. I love those little glass noodle things in there. Yes. Um, yes. Mm. Um, and so you get the, the cop, cop, bop. What cop, was it? What was cock, um, it's spelled Coco Bop. Coco Bop is how it's pronounced, but it's spelled K K A K K A with a dash. Okay. I think. Okay. It's a real, it's a weird way of saying it, but I like that one. Cause it's like uh marinated chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to avoid like fried chicken. Kim likes the fried chicken one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the name of that. Maybe it's the one you got with the combo. It's the know. one I got. Well, is Rock Bop is if you just want the chicken. We just want the chicken. We but just if want you the want the combo of the chicken and the beef, then it's the combo bop. Yeah. But if they're ever, listen, everyone listening, if you got a cup bop in your area, they, they started here as a food truck and then just sort of exploded and then spread all over the place. What's yeah. funny is, so I, you know, you know, my, like half my family's Korean, um, yeah. adopted Korean siblings. My brother, Matt, 
who uh, just knows every prominent Korean family in the in the valley. It's the weirdest thing mm-hmm. how he knows them all. And part of it is because he works for UPS and does a lot of traveling around. And so he sees these people when they see each other like, oh, fellow Koreans. Hey, let's get to know you and whatever. And he would take a lot of stuff to various cup bops. Ended up getting to know the owners and um, can, can go there and eat free anytime he freaking wants. Wow. Because he's okay. Korean. Right. Who's the racist yeah. now? Right, exactly. Yeah, that seems a little racist. Yeah, anyway. Like white restaurant that uh, like only gave uh, <laughs> discounts to white people? I mean, be, people would be up in arms about that. that. Would freak out, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, anyway. But it's really good, and I would highly recommend it if you have it in your town. They seem to be spreading pretty quick, so uh, I don't know cool. if that's good or bad, but I, I really like them a lot. So there's that. I mean, um, a white restaurant in a, in a foreign country that gave discounts to to white <laughs> patrons probably wouldn't be as big a deal as it would be here. Yeah, That's you do that what, here. You know, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but it, it probably would be a big deal anywhere if I if I had to guess. I don't know. Like, all right, so you go to uh, you go to you go to South Korea, and there's an American restaurant run by Americans, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, hey, American, yeah, no problem. We'll give you. It would tell you what. What do you want? We'll just. It's on the house first. You want a cheeseburger? You want?" Uh, Loaded I fries. <laughs> I could see that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. some small place where you're the absolute minority. Then you start, right. then the tables turn a little bit. Exactly. And it makes exactly sense. So. Yeah. yeah. But don't be doing this in like London or here. <laughs> I would be right, a little bit, a little bit sketchy. Or Australia. Yeah. Don't do any of that. But yeah. it's fantastic. Welcome to our American restaurant. Yeah. Hope you enjoy. Every purchase comes with a handgun. Purchase. <laughs> Every purchase. <laughs> like... I like the way you said purchase. Oh, speaking of which, a bunch of photos leaked from the Mad Max set for the new movie. Oh, I'm oh. losing it. I'm losing my oh, mind. Oh, my goodness. I'm losing my mind. So there's, Are you? Okay. there's shots right. of uh, 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 Chris Hemsworth you- not looking like Chris Hemsworth at all. I don't know who he's playing. Oh, really? Looks okay. nothing like him. He's got, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I can only speculate what they're, what they're doing. But um, it also leaked around the same time these photos came out and there's a bunch it's a combo of things like there's a kind of war boy looking person and a bunch of i don't know they look like shamanistic something it's really hard to tell uh no no sign of uh furiosa herself uh, uh oh, big really eye. no anya taylor joy not, not yet not in these shots no, no joy in uh, mad maxville yeah but apparently the other the other hemsworth brothers are in this somehow I don't know. Oh, what, really? I don't know what they're doing. They they make an appearance in a uh, in in uh, Gastown where they're putting on a play <laughs> based on the events of of uh, Thunderdome. Man, is what they're doing. the MCU just cannot spread far enough, you know. <laughs> so anyway, so I, these pictures are amazing. But one of the the details that leaked out about it is that the movie, unlike Fury Road, which takes place over three days, mm-hmm. uh, this movie takes place over fifteen years. Which is very weird. Like oh, that's interesting. Unusual, yeah, no right? Like I wor- I worry a little that breaks up your frenetic, uh, your frenetic. I mean, does action. the movie take place, or they're just flashbacks? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. All I know yeah. is it's. All I know is they they've been cagey about it, so I'm not 100 percent sure about this. But Charlize Theron is apparently not in it at all. But they right. say that, and I don't know if I believe them, because they've said this about other right. things before, and they lie because they want you to be surprised in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So oh, my, my Infinity guess, War is a standalone movie, not a yeah. part one of a two-part series. Come yeah, on. exactly. My guess is, oh, yeah, that was one of the biggest lies ever told in film. I'm glad they did it, though, because if they would have said it was a part one, we would have been expecting a cliffhanger ending. And the fact that we 
we got all the way up to the end and like, oh my God, they just wiped out half the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Coming soon, part two is like, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, super, super. I'm glad they did it the way they did. Yeah, and I will be glad if I suddenly, uh, Charlize throws, shows up, throws up. If she throws up, I'll be really excited. <laughs> oh, sweet. Woo, she threw up. <laughs> anyway, uh, who knows much more? We don't know much more, but it's yeah, it's happening. Okay. So uh, anyway, long and short of it is, I think there's a bunch of stealth stealth restaurants uh, pretending to be other restaurants. <laughs> right, yes. Okay, so just be careful. Know yeah, what you're doing. So that explains why I've seen Bird Dog too. So they're just they're just camping out in the Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. That literally is two blocks south of me. Yeah, and they're I, either not real, and it's just Buffalo Wild Wings spreading. You know, think about it. If you're yeah. trying to maximize your attraction on there. It might make sense for people to go, oh, I don't want to go Buffalo Wild Wings, but boy, does this look good. And that turns out it's from the same place. It just seems a little disingenuous because the bag shows up with the wrong logo on it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. Right. Why not why Buffalo Wild Wings? Why don't you just add open-faced chicken sandwiches to your menu? <laughs> J.C. Calhoun found a Wikipedia article about virtual restaurants. Uh, ah, there we go. Okay. Let's see. Specials online deliveries via Uber Eats, other similar services. It's a warehouse-like appearance, not typical. So basically, it's just a place where they make stuff and ship it out okay. under different names. It still doesn't explain the Wild Wings thing, but I don't know. Yeah. No. That's fine. You know, it's fine. If the food's good, I don't care. Whatever. Do what uh, you ghost, do. ghost kitchen versus a ghost restaurant. Right. Uh, different things. So ghost restaurant, yeah, is the is the warehouse deal. And then ghost kitchen is a professional food preparation cooking facility set up for the preparation of delivery-only meals. Some ghost kitchens have allowed takeout meals or included drive-thrus. So it just might be Buffalo Wild Wings gro- uh, ghost <laughs> gross kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess we won't be getting a sponsorship from Buffalo Wild Wings. Nope, that ain't happening. Although I would gladly discuss it with them if they were interested because I like I like <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Anyway, yeah. uh, well, there, there's that. Hey, let's talk about okay. some of those Emmy nominations uh, that happened yeah. yesterday. Some there's good ones. The reason, I mean, this is good because a lot of the stuff, it's, it's like, uh, you know, our tastes are finally rubbing mm-hmm. off on the, uh, the, uh, Emmy, the television academy because yeah. now... Yeah. Finally, plus, all the, after plus, all this time, it feels like it does actually feel that way. Um, plus, somebody you know might have actually voted for a lot of these. Oh, Brian, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. How do you know yeah. if you're like? Do you, does it feel like you're? Uh, well, there is a lot of overlap in the Venn diagram. I'm looking at like you know, outstanding comedy series. Uh, one, two, three, mm. four, five, six, seven. <laughs> I mean, these I would have chosen these as well. So, so here's yeah, your nominees yeah. for. Uh, What's this? Uh, this is for outstanding, outstanding lead actor series? in a comedy series. Uh, oh, jump jump back one to go to go to outstanding comedy series. So we got Abbott Elementary, Barry. That one's a tricky one given this season, but right. whatever. Yeah. Curb your enthusiasm. Hacks. Only murders in the building. Ted Lasso. Marvelous Miss Maisel. And what we do in the shadows. If you were to pick one right now and walk was, away with it, oh jeez, I'd do shadows. All personally. right, that's what I do. What we yeah, do in the as shadows far as what makes good. me laugh the most. Yeah, let's do it that way. This is outstanding yeah. comedy. The, so, what makes you laugh? The uh, only what we do in the shadows is of all those. Like, if you said you can only watch one one comedy series from now on that's in this list, then mm-hmm. I would go what we do in the shadows. Kirby enthusiasm still makes me laugh. I agree with you, Barry. Barry is so teetering on the edge of this list as far as belonging here, but I did vote for it. I, I mean, did, I mean, somebody I you know did vote for it. Yeah, and I did laugh in it. 
I mean, they're uh, definitely funny moments. Freaking no ho Hank is always funny. I I say in a surprising upset, uh, Ted Lasso will not win this category, but Hacks will win this category. Oh, I've heard good things about Thanks Hacks. Thanks to the brilliance of Jean Smart. Well, she's great. She is. I like Jean she's Smart. She's smart. She is smart. She was She's, uh, uh, accurately labeled that Gene Smart. She was really good in Fargo season two. All right. Yeah. Now you got your outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. You got your Donald. They don't have photos up yet. That's funny. Oh, really? Uh, unless I'm blocking them somehow. I don't know how. I you might be. be blocking them because I'm looking at photos. No, oh, weird. They're all just <laughs> yeah. blanks for me. Anyway, Don, uh, Donald Glover for Atlanta. Bill Hader for Barry. Nicholas Hout for The Great. I think that's a great. That's a good one. Good poll. Yeah. Steve he's, Martin for Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, and Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. My guess is on this one, you give it to Bill Hader. I'm going to predict Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Most of these are... Hold on a second. All of these are streaming. Uh, yeah. Every one of these are streaming originally. Every single one of these are streaming, as, as was the uh, Abbott Elementary... Was that, that ever offered that's terrestrially? That's a Fox thing or something, isn't it? I think so, but I don't it's, actually know. Yeah, don't know. Um, I watched it streaming. What happened here? This is weird. Okay, next category. <laughs> I mean, this is once like all of the major categories. I can Tina and I can say, oh, we watch all of these shows. There's not one of this we're saying, oh yeah, I don't know that one. Maybe it's one we need to check out. But it's like, oh yeah, no, we we watch all of these. Here's your actresses: Rachel Brosnahan for the marvelous Miss Maisel. She's great. Uh, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary. I like her. She's also co-creator, right? I think. Yes. Um, uh, she's having yes, a good along year. Along with the woman who plays the principal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The right. She's great. I'm freaking. She's I know some great. people are annoyed by her. I think she's great. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee Kuko for the flight attendant. Ellie Fanning for the great. I would love to see her get it. Uh, Issa Rae for Insecure and Gene Smart for Hacks. I'll bet Gene Smart gets it. That's my guess. I think so. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, for your supporting, oh, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy, Anthony. No, oh, I'm sorry. I keep it's reading that actor. bottom thing. It's his actor, yeah. Yeah. Anthony <laughs> Kerrigan for Barry. Sweet dude, Frank No or Hank No Ho No Ho Hank. Hank. Woo yeah. Love him. I hope you. I want him to win. I probably won't, but I want him to. Yeah, I yeah. love him. Uh, let's see. Brent Goldstein for uh, Ted Lasso. Brent, Brent Goldstein, by the way, just put in this Herculean effort uh, for, for Ted Lasso this most recent season. He He's well, he great. Was, he's fantastic. Love him. Yeah. His podcast is good, too. Uh, oh, let's really? see. Toheeb Jamo for Ted Lasso. That's uh, uh, Isn't that... Um, that's, what's his name? The the young uh, upstart used to clean the place, and now he's a yes. co... Whatever his name is. Can't think of it. <laughs> Uh, Nick Muhammad for Ted Lasso, Tony Shaloub, bless you, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Tony Shaloub for The Marvelous Miss Maisel, I love him too. T uh, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary, Henry Winkler for Barry. I really hope Henry Winkler gets it. He's he is yeah. stunning in this Especially season. Especially this season, holy He's stunning crap. in it. He's so good. He has to do so much in this season that that he needs to win this one. He's fantastic. Uh, for your uh, outstanding guest actor in a comedy series. That's an, oh no, I did it again. This is supporting actress. I keep reading the next category. <laughs> it's the way their site's laid out. Uh, Alex Borstein for Miss Maisel. Uh, Hannah Einbinder from Hacks. Einbinder. Einbinder. Yeah. Einbinder. Yavor. Einbinder. That means one binder. <laughs> uh, Janelle James for Abbott Elementary. I think that is the principal lady, I think. Maybe uh, that is yes, that absolutely is. By the way, yeah, Janelle James, fantastic in Al Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I decided to check out one of these new stupid Hulu game shows. Yeah. 
<laughs> which which one of them we got to pick for a, a couch party at some point. But there's one uh, called Last Straw, or Final Straw, and oh, she hosts that. She right? hosts that. Yeah, I saw and something. The game, like that. Yeah. the game is like Jenga, but with a whole bunch of weird objects that are all related to one another. So one of them is like a Renaissance thing <laughs> where you've got loaves of giant loaves of sourdough bread, shields and swords, and a and a roast pig and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. And teams take turns pulling items from that list <laughs> with the eventuality that all this stuff is going to completely topple over on top of them at some point. Does that happen? Like, I assume that's a big mess at it. All the um, damn time. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, you know, you, you get uh, five or so topplings every episode. And that part of it, very satisfying. Janelle James, again, reiterating, fantastic on Abbott Elementary, but her her really dry humor does not translate well to a game show host position oh. and she comes across as being disinterested and unprepared mm. <laughs> that's unfortunate like, like, so if you win the uh $250,000 what do you plan on doing with it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting i saw her face on an on an ad or something and i went oh okay cool what is yeah. that and then yeah. i forgot all about it uh, real quick here, I don't see. Maybe it's too soon. I would have thought Shorzy would have been on here. To be honest, that show surprised me so hard this oh, year. Too soon, yeah. This is because uh, I last think this year's is stuff, right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, the twenty twenty one twenty twenty two season. So everything that that wrapped up at the beginning of this year. You got your Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. That's an interesting mm-hmm. category for actor. I don't know. Uh, supporting actress. That's where that's where all the SNL people, because uh, Bowen Yang was in the last category. Oh, okay. You can't call anybody a lead actor, actress on SNL. It's that's just true. There's be no supporting. such thing, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Sarah Niles for Ted Lasso, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple for Ted Lasso, and Hannah Waddington for Ted Lasso. Boy, a lot of Ted Wait, Lasso. Wait, that's not Annie. I thought that was Annie Lennox in Ted Lasso. No? Okay. Well. <laughs> nope. I love wow, Ju- Juno right. Temple, by the way. I feel like I could hang out with Juno Temple. Don't know why. Yeah. I don't mean it in a weird way. There's something about her. Totally oh, I, I, her. I mean in a weird way. I could hang out with Juno Temple. Oh, yeah, you know baby. I mean. mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead to the big... Uh, yeah, see, let's go to like uh, dramas, maybe. Uh, this this uh, this is a little frustrating, this... Uh, here we go, drama series. Drama series, yeah. Oh, I have no the photo. The setup for the Emmys page is a little... It's lame. And also, I'm still, once again, I'm only seeing blanks here, so it doesn't actually tell me. Okay. Oh, no, really? Oh, Abbott Elementary. The... Um, oh, it'll do if I click on them. Barry. Oh, you're you're on the wrong thing. You want Outstanding Drama Series. I thought I was. Oh, sorry. I'm on comedy. No, not if you're seeing Abbott Elementary, my friend. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, Better Call Saul. They'll probably win it. It's final year. It's what you do. Um, Ozark. Let's see. Euphoria. Severance, Squid Game, Yellow Jackets, still haven't seen it. Succession, Amazing Show, Stranger Things. Yes. That's a big list. I, I, I lean Better Call Saul just because that's what you do. Like, why wouldn't you, right? Uh, certainly right now with it being so fresh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Better Call Saul. The only one in this list I haven't seen is Euphoria, and mm. I know you've seen that one. Um, Severance, it's hard not to love Severance, though, right? I love Severance um, so much. I mean, I want it to win, but I don't think it does. Yeah, but I think in this list, better call Saul. And you still need to see Yellow Jackets. Uh, yeah, I heard nothing but good. Yeah, it is. Uh, That's coming back, too, right? 
Yeah, oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Definitely so good, good year for AMC. Season. AMC's got all kinds of shit on here. Good job, AMC. You were like oh, one of the right. only actual cable networks with anything on here, I guess. Wait well, a minute. So let's see. Better call. So what else is AMC? Because Euphoria is HBO. Ozark is FX. Uh, yeah. So you got um, Severance is Hulu. No, Severance is Severance is Apple. Oh, Apple. That's right. Yep. Um, Squid Game is uh, Netflix. Stranger Things is Netflix. Succession is HBO. Yellow Jackets is Showtime. Is Atlanta? Oh, is Show is Yellow Jackets AMC or Showtime? Uh, I don't know. Now that you, st- I thought that was Showtime. It is Showtime. Yeah. So what else right, is? Okay. What, what am I thinking of? Um, you're thinking of uh, like uh, Better Call Saul. There was another AMC thing that I thought was just amazing uh, this last year that I talked about, and I can't remember. Oh, uh, uh, everybody hates. No, F, F my husband. <laughs> F Jeff or something like that. F, yeah. Shoot, what was that? <laughs> what was that show called? It was, I don't remember. <laughs> it stars uh, what's her face from Schitt's Creek, David. Oh, uh, David. Jeff, only Jeff in the building. Uh, go uh, away, Jeff. F my husband Jeff. Kevin. Oh, Kevin, Kevin can F himself. Kevin Thank you can for your F Rangers. himself. That's it. Killing F Eve? Where's, where's Killing Eve? That's on something else. Killing Eve is FX, right? Well, never mind. I was wrong. AMC has one show in here. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine, though. You know? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, good luck to all of them. And, uh, we hope. Interesting. I'm, I'm excited for this. You know, there's so much genre stuff. And holy crap, did um, Moon Knight do well in the technical categories? Like it. Uh, oh, really? It kicked butt. Yeah. Still haven't seen that. As of course you, you haven't, you Scott. Know. Of you course know. you have. Of course I have not. Of course I have not eaten one more Marvel thing today. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. You're, you're going to no, say something. Right, I played the music. Uh, hey, uh, D- hey, Dunaway, is that you? Oh, oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. hi. How are you? How we are were you just guys? we were just fine. We were just talking about, you know, Hollywood and things. How, uh, do you care well, about I know. that? I was I was listening. Yeah. Do you care about any of that uh, Emmy stuff or what's your deal there? I'm not a big I don't care much for awards. Yeah, I don't care unless there's cash prizes. Yeah, for me, <laughs> not you, for you. I don't even think yeah. they get cash prizes. No, right. I think they just yeah, get to that. Then who needs it? Yeah, who, who needs it? Who I need, want cash prizes. Who needs it? Indeed, I want, I want Nobel Prize money, cash prize. Money. All right, that's well, what I want. Today you're going to make it so that someone hopefully wins a prize in our tadpool. Yes, that's right. It's time for the tadpooly feud, and we're about to take a caller. Let's find out who's on this line here. Hi, thanks for calling. Who's this? Hello. Oh, hey, it's Greg for Walkman. Oh, hey, Greg for Walkman. It's Greg. Greg for Walkman. Wait a minute. Didn't you play last time? I don't think so. Did he? Oh, no. No, that was Shane. uh, That was Shane. Yeah, it was Shane. Shane Maddox. No, no. You know what? It was was, uh, recently I had you. uh, You won on uh, uh, Guess the Connection or something, didn't you? No, my birthday was on Monday. I had a request. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. You won. You won a request on Monday. That's why. Everything. Uh, that's amazing. That's why I know you recently. Yeah, that's amazing. I know you recently because I found out you're actually older than me and you you look younger than me and I hate that. I hate Sorry, that about oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. You rap bastard. Yeah, my my glorious beard. Yeah, yes. it's beautiful. It holds up, man. Um, well, we're gonna play a game and try to win a little something for your your Boston ass, uh, but we can't do it unless Brian explains how this works. So Brian, take ha- it away. Hang up on him, Scott. He won already. Get oh, somebody else. Hang yeah, up on him now. He's already 
Sorry, <laughs> give the chance to, don't even give a chance to defend himself. He's uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. And it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Greg for Walkman, uh, once again, I mean, you know this because you win uh, every week on this show. Your job is more important <laughs> than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Out of Space and We Need to Go Deeper. And if that sounds familiar, yes, we yeah. tried to give those away on Monday. Mm-hmm. And the person uh, uh, who won them, uh, Pear from Norway, said, I already have these. Uh, uh, give them to somebody else. So Jeez. Uh, we're giving them to somebody else pair from norway with all the fancy games already geez right exactly so <laughs> okay uh if you guys are ready let's give you all your topic let's do it uh hands on buzzers we asked uh, 782 tadpoolers uh their answer to this 13 of them said pass <laughs> all right <laughs> We asked them. What was that, Peter? That was Griffin? my. That was my. Uh, that was exactly what my laugh was. Yes. Nah. Was goat boy actually it was Jim Brewer. Oh, even better. Nice. Uh, what's your favorite TV cartoon theme song? Scott. The Simpsons. Nice. Or a little Danny Elfman. Show me, Der Simpsons. Oh, down further than I would have thought. Number four on the list. Uh, three answers will beat it. Brian, what's your um, what's the Tadpool's well, favorite a, I've, been, theme song? I've been playing a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I just keep hearing it over and over again. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes on the half, half show. show. Power. Uh, show me Cowabunga Dudes. Ooh. Number five on the list. So, Ooh. Scott, you are going to be playing, and you've got uh, Greg for Walkman. Uh, maybe some TV themes are on that Walkman of his. And, yeah, uh, what do you oh. think, Greg? Anything flying out of your head uh, right off the bat there? Uh, SpongeBob jumps out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good uh, one. SpongeBob's yeah, great. He lives later. in a pineapple yeah. under the sea. Exactly. Uh, let's do... Oh! Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, I, I think, I'm pretty sure that singing is um, Clancy Brown, I think. I know. Oh, I well, I know right. Clancy Brown yeah. for sure plays Mr. Krabs, yeah. but I don't know if he does the up opening song. I think he does. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a fact. All right, show me SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Boom. Number, wow. number sixteen. <laughs> I will say this. You know, we usually we get like, oh, you know, there's a uh, about uh, thirty individual different answers i will say for this yeah. one 154 unique answers oh my to this Lord. question really yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so. I can't believe spongebob it really tells you how old this crowd is um but i i guess the next one i listen to all the time is probably going to be the uh, scooby scooby doo where are you uh, sure, mm. sure. we got some place to be now <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not doing, sung by Casey Kasem, no, by the way. I don't know who sang right. that one, but it was so he's doing. He's doing. <laughs> the answer is he's doing edibles with Shaggy in the van. So that's the answer. Always. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, show me Scooby Doo. Where are you? Oh, You're oh at number seven. Is where you are. That gave yeah. you the lead, man. Nicely done. Just wow. Clear this yeah, board just, so Greg wins. That's what we want. There you go. Well, I mean, right? he's barely got a lead, Scott. Don't give up just yet. I think you might still be able to turn, <laughs> turn things around here. Well, 12 to 4 feels like a bad lead, but whatever. Um, Let's see what Brian's got. Still, uh, seven answers on the board with lots right. of points. Yeah. 
There are so many that I love, but I just can't imagine that the uh, the yeah. tap pool loved you. There are so many different ones. So I'm going to go uh, with uh, Hung Kung Fui. He's the uh, number one. Uh, <laughs> this is Tom. By the way, Tom Super Merritt's guy. favorite Super guy. Uh, favorite kids car- or Saturday morning cartoon was Hung Kung Fui. By the way, mm. yeah. yeah, I hear he's faster than the human eye. Yeah, he, he really a rumor. Is. That's a rumor. Yeah, yeah. All right, show me Hong Kong, little racist boy. Racist boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, how do you? Feel? Oh, did it was that on the list at all? Was it? Like, was it Scat Man? Did Scat Man do the voice for that? Am I remembering that incorrectly? Oh, I, I think you're right. Yeah, number 23, by the way, was Hong Kong Fui. Eight people oh. said Hong Kong Fui. So, you know. Scat Man was, uh, he's the one that took the axe to the gut in The Shining, right? In The Shining, Correct. yeah. Correct. Okay. Boy, you got the shinning. Um, all right. Uh, hey, Greg, how do you how do you feel about uh, the, the, the Futurama is a pretty rad intro? Oh. That is, yeah. I have a couple in my head, but Futurama sounds good. All right. Let's go Futurama. We'll see if we can snag one. All right, show me. Look at number that. eight, and just like that, we have a tie game. <laughs> oh, you're wow. right. I could we could easily make up the ground. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Greg, you said you had a couple in your head. What do you What do you got? Uh, I mean, I I'm just thinking of the things that I liked. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, X Men. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's a great theme song. I love that song. Yeah, I love that one too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show me X Men '90s, the animated series. Yeah. Look at that! Number two. Holy cow! Jeez. That says so much about the tadpole. Very popular. <laughs> Number two. That's a hmm. That okay? So that tells me something. That tells me. That leads into my second one. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> uh, I was thinking Spider-Man, going back a little Spider-Man. bit. Spider-Man. Oh. Spider-Man does everything the one. spider did. Yeah, let's do that. Does whatever a All spider right. can. Yeah. Clar- clarify, because there have been many Spider-Man uh, cartoons over the years. Which I, one? I assume it's that one, the Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, Spider-Man. that's when you're saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. 60s. This uh, does whatever a spider can. Yeah. Catches right. flea, uh, thieves just like flies, flies I hear. Catches, flea. catches fleas. fleas just like flies. <laughs> It just flies, just like flies. <laughs> I was gonna say, it just flies, just like these. Yeah. Look out! Where is it on the board? Please be there. Oh, Number nine! Oh, nailed it! <laughs> that's that's a that's a nice little lead right there. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, Greg, Look this is Greg ours to win. Greg knows. Yeah, he knows. He's yeah. he knows what's up. That's why he's got that youthful beard. Um. All right, let's yeah, see. I watch a lot of cartoons. Yeah, it'll help. <laughs> I go. love cartoons, so I'm with you. Let's do um Oh geez, uh uh the G.I. Joe great American Ooh. hero G.I. Joe's yeah, there. Right. That thing. Sure. More you know. Show me go Joe. Shit! Oh. Um, number, number fifteen, and coincidentally, fifteen people said G.I. Joe. All right. Yeah. Don't Poo-poo. do drugs, Scott. It's a good one Don't though. And now you and, and knowing is half the battle. Okay, That's knowing right. is half the battle. That's right. <laughs> Help computer. Apples have apples have cyanide in their seeds. Um, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that one that they did? Yeah, I love that episode. Is that's really? the one where they beat, yeah, that's the one they beat the giant gelatinous blob or whatever it is yeah. by feeding it apple trees because oh. it has cyanide in it. It's a great episode. That's amazing. Um, I gotta watch some of those. Yeah. 
Well, I, they, by the way, sorry, real you, quick on their YouTube channel, they have 24 hour. Uh, Hasbro has a 24 hour streaming uh, GI Joe episode channel, and it just runs 24 oh, yes, seven, yes. and it's nothing but GI Joe. Highly recommend it. Nice. Yeah. They need to do that with Transformers. Maybe they do, and I just haven't noticed. I don't know. Yeah, right. Ooh, Transformers sounds good. Oh, shit. Sounds. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Oh, too bad Scott's <laughs> running his mouth. Oh, oh no. man. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I kid. I'm going to go because I think with the X-Men, I think we're going to have a flip of that with uh, people watching the DuckTales. These, these seem like 90s kids. So DuckTales, a woo. 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 You can't sure. get past a, the soundtrack of DuckTales. Yeah, had a little comeback here <laughs> recently too, so it's on their minds. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, show me DuckTales. Woo. Number one. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Give us your woohoo again, Ibit. <laughs> Here's the thing. As soon as I saw the popularity of this, I said, oh, I've never watched an episode of DuckTales. Oh, no. let, me, let me hop over to YouTube and watch the intro. And that is the most 90s-ass sounding, like, yeah. I was waiting for, yeah. you know, Alyssa Milano to come out and start dancing to it. Up, down, doo-doo-doo. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All right. Um, you, oh, it's still your uh, turn, uh, yeah. Yeah, still my turn. Um, I'm going to go with the ones that I always get stuck in my head. DuckTales, and from about that same time period, even though it was in repeat, repeats. Repeat. Um, uh, repeats. <laughs> in- Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah. It sounds a little bit like your like your baby shark. Yeah, baby shark. Hey, guys, I'm Inspector Gadget. Show me that Don Adams thing that wasn't Get Smart. Number 20 on the list, Inspector Gadget, by the way. It's pretty old. And oh. lame. And lame. It's not great. It's a bad cartoon. Oh, I disagree. I think it's good. Ugh. It's do, so good. Do not like. Um, all right. How about uh, Greg? What do you What do you got? Anything that's burning oh, the hole? When there? you said uh, when you said Futurama, some South Park just came into my head. Oh, that, that's so. wow. I, you don't often hear the Boston come out of Greg for Walkman's Greg for Walkman's <laughs> right. voice, but South Park. <laughs> yeah, South uh, that Park. Was that's right. I. You know I what? It's it. a good one. That one. Uh, uh, who? Uh, who's the original? Um, and Jerry was a race car driver or something. Yeah, Primus. 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 Yeah, I love Primus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Do you know he was hired? He was almost hired as the new bassist for um he tried out for Metallica as a bassist, and yeah. they turned him down because he was too good. They said yeah. in this documentary, they said, Look, you're too good. Go do your own thing. So he did. Anyway. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Show me uh South Park. <laughs> like what? What do we say again? <laughs> Damn it! Surprisingly, wow. number fifty-three on the list. I I really? think it belongs a lot higher. Honestly, going down south park, gonna have myself a time. How do you not put that on there? All right, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> not put that <laughs> yep, it's great. All right. Screw All right, that, uh, back over to uh, that's your third strike, Brian. Here's the deal: you are behind by ten points. Uh, if you get uh, the ten pointer, you tie things up. If you get any combination of two, no, that's not right because that could be nine points. Hey, three answers on the board. See what you can do. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, I, look, that. I look forward to robbing Greg from Walkman. <laughs> I look forward to robbing Greg from his games. So right. let's there see here. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Um, they're the Animaniacs. Mm. 
Oh, Jan- that's a good Animaniacs. Damn it. Hello, nurse. Show me Hello, Animaniacs. Hello, nurse. Damn it. Number three on the list. It's a low one, though. Oh, boy. Low score. <laughs> Still got this. The I 90s think. had a lot of great catchy ones. They did. Mm, um, I'm going to go with, but I I can't get away from the freaking Popeye theme song. Oh, sure. I just, yeah. I'm going to go Popeye. Popeye? Like Popeye? Not Popeye? Like Popeye? Like Popeye? Like Popeye? Sure. All right. Show me. Show me. Oh, come on. That's Popeye. Let me see if he's even on here, actually. Oh, my God. What are you, a thousand years old? Are you not even listed Popeye? How about that? Wow. Crazy. Uh, all right. Looney Tunes in. That was three, right? Yeah. Congratulations uh, going out to Greg for Walkman. You get these prizes. But let's see what else is on the board. They're the modern Stone oh, Age family. Oh, no. the, the Flintstones. Yep. Oh, y'all do the Flintstones? Oh, fine. And that's not as old but as Popeye. Popeye. <laughs> Popeye is like, <laughs> you're talking about the 20s, I think, for Popeye. It went way I back. Was it? I mean, the 20s. Come on now. It was I mean, old. The, it was Flintstones, really old. Flintstones to Popeye is a lot closer in age yeah, than yeah. Bob's Burgers to Simpsons. I'm Here guessing. it is. I was I was right. Tw- 1929, technically the oh, 20s. Yeah, okay. The ones, at the, oh, come on. But we're talking about the later stuff really yeah and that one holy cow yeah and that song you and they used the i mean it was slow and lame but they used it i'm telling you you're old is what i'm saying yeah but yeah oh oh, oh. also but that's like but popeye ran for decades and uh, half a century so yes there was later popeye things there was i liked popeye don't get me wrong was it flintstones those 1929 or uh you're talking flintstones Flintstones. was in 1920 no 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 no, no. flintstones was much later Flintstones did start out in black and white though right that's true yeah and they yeah. had smoking commercials for that thing. You did the smoking right. commercials, yeah. yeah. Arnie, I love these new Chesterfield cigarettes. <laughs> hey, Brent, these are great. <laughs> I'm getting cancer of the lungs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show me number 10. They've been shouting in the chat room. Finally, uh, time to see it. Yeah. Chippendale Rescue oh, Rangers. I hear that yeah. new one's real good. I heard I, heard I heard. I should watch that new Disney Plus uh, Rescue Rangers deal. Revival. Yeah. Supposed to be good. It's another another '90s cartoon series I never saw. No. Uh, along with uh, Gummy Bears, Jetsons, oh. Transformers, number thirteen, Thundercats, fourteen, GI Joe, SpongeBob, Darkwing Duck, uh, Pokemon, oh, yeah. Adventure Time, uh, mm. Looney Tunes, Batman the Animated Series, King of the Hill should be a lot higher. Oh, it should be so much higher. Yeah, yeah. Refreshments, I believe, doing that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tailspin, uh, Captain Planet, Doug, Fairly Odd Parents, Cowboy Bebop, He Man, Rick and Morty, uh, Speed Racer, Gargoyles, Gravity Falls, Steven Universe, Johnny Quest. I mean, so what many the, on here. What was the Gargoyles theme? I don't even remember that. It's good. I it's saw- just uh, cinematic y good, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I do want to uh, thank the person who said uh, Airwolf. Uh, yeah. Not a cartoon. No, no. <laughs> Definitely not a cartoon, but uh, kind of cartoony uh, in a weird way. Cartoony. Yeah. Surprisingly, Spider-Man 90s, only a couple people uh, preferred that one over the 60s yeah. version. I couldn't even, um, I, that's not even in my head. How does that go? Do you know that? I don't know. I'd have to, that's, I'd have is to that see. The one yeah. that, was the, that was the one with the Hulk Spider-Man, right? That was no. really good. It, no? No, it was the one, it was the uh, the 90s animated series. Um, uh 
point. See, I'm trying find to think it. of what, what's unique about that one that I could that I could differentiate. Not so the Spider Man and his amazing friends. friends. Well, here Spider Man is amazing friends. I'll play this and we'll see if this is it. I, I think okay. I've got it here. Yes, this is it. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good one. I kind of, yeah, it's in the vein of that of the X-Men style. It is. Yeah. It might have even been written by the same guy. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I used to like that cartoon, but I don't remember the theme at all. If yeah. you didn't have lyrics to your theme, and, and unless you're talking Futurama, I kind of, or, or The Simpsons, I guess, I kind of forget yeah. your song. But if you've got I mean, lyrics, uh, I King of remember. the Hill, you know, they could that's what was weird about that one is the first those early again, seasons Dylan. the early seasons had a guy going yeah in the background yeah, all the time. yeah. and the old se- or the later seasons they got it they took that out of there but anyway nazi scrazzy uh well well done greg you know what that means greg oh my gosh let's let's make it official <laughs> i'll fight back but that's not it hold on congratulations <laughs> you're a winner you're a winner dude uh we knew that already come, going in but you're officially a winner and you're gonna get these games and uh, all you gotta do is email brian coverville at gmail.com you know the address you know what to do and he'll take mm-hmm. care of you how do you feel about your big win I feel good. I'm, I'm glad I didn't have another guest because it would have been banana splits. And I don't know what even there going, you know. So. I don't even know what that is. What <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> you know what banana splits is. <laughs> That's how far back I go. <laughs> that song is a banana splits song. From Buffalo a- Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord uh well greg you're the best uh we wish you nothing but good times and the best walkman experience you can possibly have in 2022 <laughs> we'll see you later bye. all right by the way as people are pointing out in the chat room that was not a uh um an animated series that was live action yet it oh, still made true, it to true. number 46 in the tadpool that didn't stop the tadpool no that's the important thing we always have to remind ourselves is the tadpool yes you know exactly. can't mess it's with that whether it's right or wrong it's did the <laughs> did the tadpole say it? That's right. Uh, a reminder that uh, me and Brian Dunaway here, we did a show yesterday called Play Retro. We did it all about Mega Man, or if you're in Japan, Rock Man. And turns out there's a lot of Mega Mans, tons of it. And if you, you want to hear all about that, and also, yes, we did play Mega Man 8's horrible voice acting. We did all that. Um, mm-hmm. We had a blast. It was a really fun episode. Do check it out. Play Retro wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the archive is also on YouTube and Twitch and all that. So go check it out today. He done away. We had a mega blast. We had a mega blast. You're right. We did. This weekend, we're all watching The Quick and the Dead for Film Sack. Yes, oh, uh, yeah. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi film, 1995. Uh, Russell Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, Lance Hendrickson, one of my favorite things he ever did. Uh, oh, and I can't forget. Um, he's 94 now. Trans- I think he was Transformer? No. Oh. Who's, Gene, Hackman? Who's, Gene Hackman. Thank you. Gene Hackman, amazing role for Gene Hackman. It's an amazing movie. Oh, and the star of the whole thing, uh, uh, Lady Pants. Sharon Stone. Uh, Sharon Stone. <laughs> lady and Pants. Lady Pants. Said, I'd say not known for not uh, Lady <laughs> Pants. Like, more like Lady Underpants. Yeah. It's you my favorite It's my favorite Sharon Stone role as well. It's very, very good. Can't wait. That'll be this weekend. Brian Dunaway, anything else you want to tell us? How, what's that? You, you want to say anything else? Go ahead. Now that's it. I think it's good. I think you covered it. I, oh. I, I had it fun today. How about that? How about that? That's good. Bye. Okay, he's gone. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here talking tech. Uh, after that, some recommendals with our old pals, Randy and Nicole. That's all coming up. But first, a song break from Brian Ibbett. 
Yeah, somebody that uh, we've played on the show before, but they uh, are just announcing new tour dates for Europe, UK, and Japan, Canada, and the US in support of their brand new album called Ollie Ollie Oxenfree. Uh, listen, you know these guys. They've been a uh, punk band for 20 years. Um, and uh, their first album, A Passage in Time, is what they're going to be doing in Arizona at the uh, Hometown Show for September 9th. They have a brand new single. It's called Fire Off Another. Here is Authority Zero.
Jimmy says he knows the safety rules. I wonder if he really what does. What your kids turn into the creatures they really are. If you'll excuse me, it's time to make the world safe for democracy. This is the morning stream. And we're back. Hey, who was that? One more time? Yeah. I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you. It was it was Authority Zero from their brand new album, Ollie Ollie Oxen Free, a song called Fire Off Another. That sounds freaking great. Yeah. All right. Everybody sit back and relax because this is happening. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us all the way from Los Angeles, California, in the studios that he inhabits. Uh, he does this every Wednesday, and we talk about some tech. Tom, good morning and welcome. How are you? It feels like a like a little cave. It I is like a little cave. Yeah, yeah. Yes. mine's definitely like a cave. Uh, just sometimes, totally is. It smells in here of a cave. Uh, I actually have bats. You do. You have bats. Do oh, you? Let's yeah. see. Wow. Let yeah. me see your bats. What do you got there? You got a bat? Uh, I don't have a bat. No, I'm no so bats. Always I trying have... to keep up with the ibits. I know, right? <laughs> It's oh, a, I was even going to see if I had a baseball bat. I have a, I have a hammer. I'll bet, I'll bet Tom has <laughs> Brian, a baseball bat. You don't have bats. Why don't you have bats? Let me guess. Tom Merritt, Tom Merritt has a bat handy. You probably do. Some kind of bat. I do. It's in the other room, though. Oh, baseball man. Not within reach. Okay. See, this is the, you're busting the magic trick when, you, when you call it out. Like That's that. true. Yeah. It's like saying, well, let me see the back of your hand. And then, you know, yeah. no, no, nobody that. It all that. falls apart when someone <laughs> else requests something. Have, you know. That's the problem with magic. That's why I do it on stage because you can just ignore people yelling at you. But if it's yeah. one person. I do have two, two actual baseball bats in the house. They're just not here. Oh, I have well. a plush zoo bat, but it's on the other side of the basement. Oh, well, there you go. Little Pokemon Two, Zubat. Safety first. Two bats is a good gavel. idea. Gavel. That's the closest. There thing. you go. Uh, Tom Merritt, let's talk some tech. What is, uh, what's brewing out there? What's going on? So uh, I don't know if you all have uh, heard of a guy named Elon Musk. I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That name sounds yeah. familiar. Okay. It's, so it's a, I have a vague memory. Right? Kind of a, a balding, uh, balding co-founder of PayPal is my memory. He, he has been called by some politicians an African-American. He's, he's from South Africa. Uh, he is a uh, uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, once worked at PayPal. Yeah. He sure did. Yeah. Him and him and uh, wow. Peter Thiel were the, the the big PayPal brains. He and Peter Thiel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, they were together. Anyway, yeah. uh, what what many of you probably haven't heard is he was going to try to buy Twitter. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. say. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and fix uh, it, right? th- th- this is where the story gets interesting. <laughs> uh he started by buying less than ten percent of a stake in Twitter, mm-hmm. and they were kind of upset. Then. He went to uh, wanting a seat on the board, which they gave him. Then he turned down the seat on the board uh, and decided to try to buy Twitter. And Twitter tried to put what's called a poison pill in effect, which would flood shares to prevent him from being able to do a hostile takeover. But then he was able to convince them to agree to let him buy uh, Twitter. And in the process of that, he waived due diligence uh, and agreed to a billion-dollar breakup fee if there were regulatory problems, uh, depending on which side was responsible for the for the regulatory problems or other things. Uh, they, one side or the other would pay a billion dollars. Uh, then suddenly decided he didn't sh- didn't wasn't sure he wanted to buy Twitter, so he decided that he needed them to give him 
more data on spam bots. He thought that maybe they were over overestimating the number of active people on the platform, which would change the fundamental business uh, estimation. Mm-hmm. Uh, although he had waived due diligence, so it'd have to be very serious for him to be able to go to court and convince a judge that that they had uh, basically, you know, defrauded him. Mm-hmm. Uh, However, Twitter responded by giving them the fire hose, saying, here, here's all the data. Uh, enjoy. Uh, find yourself uh, whatever you want to find about our bot accounts. Uh, to which Mr. Musk responded, well, that's not the same as telling me what the bot accounts are. You're just flooding me with data. I don't think I want to buy your company anymore. I'm withdrawing my offer. Uh, to which Twitter responded, you can't withdraw your offer uh, because you have no legal basis. And so we're going to sue you in Chancery Court in Delaware uh, over your withdrawal and make you buy the company that we once tried to stop you buying and also tried to stop you being on the board and then gave you a board seat about. <laughs> so such a weird, twisted freaking thing. I mean, I half expected the story to end with, and his Tesla Model 3 ran over a family of chickens because the autopilot didn't see them. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like it could just, how much, how could it get weirder than this? But it is pretty weird. I mean, do you, okay. So the court thing's happening then? That's, uh, he can't Yeah, yeah Twitter has filed a lawsuit uh, in Delaware court. So that that is the news today. Mm. Uh, and on Daily Tech News Show, I plan to do kind of a, a slightly longer version of what I just did, kind of recap uh, everything because I think people forget all the twists and turns along this where where Musk originally just kind of secretly bought a bunch of stuff and Twitter was shocked and tried to stop him and now they're turning around and trying to force him uh, so yeah Twitter filed a lawsuit in Delaware Chancery Court saying he refuses to honor his obligation to Twitter and its stockholders because the deal he signed no longer serves his personal interest uh, if you have a side if you're pro Elon or if you are anti Elon you can certainly cast this battle uh as as good versus evil but as someone who really doesn't care one way or the other uh I I stand outside of this going man this is just weird I just don't know who wants what yeah. in this situation right there's a there's a lot going on under the under sea level uh that's that's murky and and hard to figure out that's been my take through all of this tumultuous weirdness because I don't know why he wants it so bad. Yeah. And I don't know why he doesn't now. And I don't why, know why yeah, they, Why did he start this in the first place, right? That, yeah. that, that's got me too. That's really weird to me. And also, on the other hand, you have a company that was extremely resistant to this in the beginning and then agreed. I guess they're the most understandable position because in my mind them agreeing was them saying okay well we'll get over our problems with this and okay fine let's do it these this is agreeable so now they're like no wait you don't just pull out of that after we all caved here so i kind of get their position and their litigiousness after the fact given what's transpired but i don't know what was ever in this for him as is it just it's easy to just simplify and go well you know billionaires they don't care it's just money but i think i think there's more to it like did you really want it? Do you not want it? Why don't you want it now? You have the data you asked for. Did it tell you what you didn't want to know? Did you just have a change of heart one night? Uh, did you have heartburn because you ate too many pizza rolls one night and, and that's what made the decision for you? And now you're like the rest of us should like have regret in the morning? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's a there's a lot of like, you know, uh, uh, Monday morning quarterback sort of analyses of this that you can discard I, I i don't think this is just him being stoned and and making a a uh an impulse buy mm. uh y- y- there's too much that has to go into it for that to be the case uh 
I, I don't discount the fact that he might have changed his mind mm-hmm. along the way for various reasons. Uh, and and we, we'll talk on DTNS about what some of those reasons might be. But uh, some of it may have to do with the changing financial landscape, right? He might be upset that Tesla lost value after he started this process and he might want to get out of it for that reason. He also might want a better deal. Uh, because Twitter's stock is now well below what he offered, some of it having nothing to do with him, just just the general financial landscape, uh, you know, inflation and, and the economy, uh, and he may be trying to get Twitter to adjust that price down. And the, and the way to do it is take him to the mat and then say like, well, all right, fine. I, I won't drag you through the courts because he's going to sue them too, I'm sure. Uh, if you agree to discount my price by X amount, you, you aren't going to get more from somebody else. Uh, it's possible that he just wanted Twitter. Then when he got a good look at it, realized that he couldn't fix it the way he thought. Uh, it may be as simple as that. And I, I don't think that you got too many bots on the platform is terribly legitimate, but it's a it's a gambit that can get him to a negotiating position where maybe he can get an agreement to, to break up at the billion dollar fee or less. Uh, because right now, he a lot of people think, well, he just needs to pay the billion dollars and he gets out. He waived due diligence. Mm-hmm. He The billion dollar breakup fee has to do with someone else present, preventing uh, the merger. Yeah. It, or, or the acquisition, uh, it, it he can't just say, I don't want to do it anymore. I'll pay you the billion dollars. Twitter would have to agree to that uh, for that to happen. And Twitter is, is saying there's no cause for you to break up this this agreement. So we we, we aren't just going to take the billion dollar fee. The, the most likely case of the billion dollar fee would be if the U.S. Department of Justice came in and said, ah, you know, this doesn't pass regulatory muster. Uh, because Musk has too many holdings that are similar. They're not going to do that. Mm. So that billion-dollar fee is never is probably never going to be in play unless it's a negotiating tactic where he says, okay, fine, I'll, I'll pay you that or a smaller amount. Anyway, it's, it's a lot more complex than people think, and yet a lot more uh, unintelligible than, than people think, because I'm still not sure why the shareholders pressured them to switch from going poison pill to accepting the deal other than maybe they were like well the stock's probably going to go down the economy's in the toilet let's let's cash out let's mm-hmm. let's get this puppy sold while it's hot yeah that's there's probably something to that and it just what if it passed judicial musker Mm. <laughs> mm, think of that. Yeah. Think of that. Or as drenched wildfire said, do do diligence. Ah, do do diligence. Uh, yep. diligence. My favorite yeah. of the diligences. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk more about it today, uh, obviously. But it is it's a it's a weird one, and um, I don't know. I know people love the theater of it, but I think at the end of the day, this is about maneuvering and business at a level that none of us are used to working in and we don't know we really don't know how this stuff works so uh we'll see i mean do you, do you think what do you think the ultimate outcome is though if you had to guess just tom Merritt putting on a, yeah, a hat. yeah yeah well i i might have a different answer later today once i've really dug back into this and yeah. created the timeline we we've tended on dtns to avoid talking about it too much especially of late, because a lot of it's just speculation and and people wanting to cheer for a side. And that's not DTNS's role. We're here to help you understand no matter what side you may or may not not favor. So the reason I'm doing the timeline today is not because of the controversial aspect. It's because 
I want to give everybody the tools they need to make up their mind about where they think this is going and, and what they think might happen. Because uh, a lot of people are following this for, for many reasons. Either they, they like one side or the other, or they're just curious. Like Twitter, they like using the platform. There are people who actually enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I know, point. it seems odd. Yeah. Uh, so... When I get done with the timeline, I may have a distant answer, but that's a long way of getting to answering your question Sure. Uh, to say, I think the most likely scenario for me right now is uh, he pays a smaller breakup fee. Yeah. The second most likely is that he ends up acquiring it at a lower price. Mm. And I, I and those are close in my mind. I kind of waver from minute to minute, which I think is more likely than the other. All right, I'd say, hey, look, this is the kind of answers we expect out of DTNS's own Tom Merritt. He doesn't uh, he ain't playing around, man. He, he's got he's got logic behind him. Logic is his friend. It's his pet. It's his familiar. I thought you were going to say that's the kind of answers you expect out of DTNS, which is to say <laughs> he doesn't pick one side or another and won't commit. <laughs> no, no, no. I like I prefer your way. So I'm I'm all in on this. Uh, so this is later today. We'll talk about that. Many other things it's my day which means uh you know wednesday tune in now you should tune in all week but wednesdays you know it's just got a little extra johnson laying there so uh, if you're interested in that uh go check that out tom merritt i doesn't I, want that you have a million other things going on uh anything in particular you'd like to remind people about uh sure yeah uh t- tech tom uh, like Tech Time, but Tech Tom. Uh, TechTom.substack.com is a newsletter uh, where I will send you the write-ups uh, as I'm doing stuff for Daily Tech News Show. I, I make more extensive write-ups uh, that I send to folks. If you if you pay for the Substack, you get a few more, but you can get stuff for free, like yesterday when I set out the uh, explainer on Bluetooth LE audio uh, oh, and and yeah. why you're gonna want it. Mm. Uh, it's it's coming uh, devices and. It's pretty much nothing but positive. So I'm 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 looking forward to it. You can catch that article at techtom.substack.com. Would you say if you were in the mode of like I need to get some new smart Bluetooth earbuds, would you say wait until this pans out or this, you know, probably it, it would all depend on what you want out of them, but yeah, if you can wait uh, I would wait because you're going to get better battery life, which is the big thing, mm-hmm. uh, and some other cool features like the ability to share sources. Mm. So you could, you and I could be sitting uh, on your phone and both have our wireless earbuds paired to it. Oh, I uh, love that. Instance. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So we could be like those cute couples with you got one earbud in your left ear going to my right <laughs> yeah, ear. We except- wouldn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> right. Earbuds. right. Yeah. Now we can be separate yeah. buds and still be buds. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter. If you want to follow him over there on the possibly, uh, you know, Musk, <laughs> Musk may own him too one day, his account. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but Who go knows? check it out. Who knows? No one knows. But Tom Merritt, we'll see you a little bit later. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Thanks, y'all. See you, Tom. Bye now. Okay. That was great. Okay. All right. I enjoyed that. You know, if he pulls out of this deal, it'll be a real grime against humanity. Oh, grime. Get it? Grimes? Uh, oh, grimes? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. They're not together uh, anymore, though, right? They're done, I think. Is Pretty that sure. true? I think Pretty so. sure that's over, yeah. Because... Because while he was having her baby, he was he had the executive over at Tesla was pregnant with twins, and he didn't tell anybody. This is a new thing. Really? <laughs> he's that weird. I didn't know. Yeah, he's got like nine kids that are all from oh, all geez. these people all over the place. Like that guy's, he's putting his wiener in whatever hole he'll have. <laughs> all right, uh, <clears throat> Cyberween. Cyberween. Okay, I got to remember how to do this because it's, it's I have to add extra people. Here we go. Okay. Okay.
There we go. Oh, Nicole's showing offline, but we'll see how this goes. <laughs> it wouldn't be Nicole if she, she wasn't showing offline. Of course offline. she is, yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a shot and see what we end up with. Let's start with this. Welcome to the program, at least so far, Mr. Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy Deluxe. What are you doing? Good morning, morning stream. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Sure. It is beautiful out here. What a great summer we're having. Yeah. It's just awesome. No smoke uh, or uh, fires or anything yet? Are you guys you guys in the clear that way? Are you good? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No fires yet. <laughs> we've got we've got all autumn yeah. <laughs> to burn to the ground. Nice. Don't yeah. worry. That's out there. Yeah, That's we, have, we have plenty, plenty of time, time for, for that, that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we'll see. I have we'll a question for you. Yeah. Isn't there some way that we could make uh, Tadpool's poll results more scientifically accurate? Like, we could impose some demographics on them? <laughs> Isn't that, does, wouldn't that be interesting? Like, because, like, no. the, fact no. that, the fact that Family Guy and Steve universe didn't make that um, really high on that list it's just like it's insane it is insane but you're I, I think unfortunately i don't know how many z's or you know low millennials we've got in our in our uh, crowd who would who would point to those <laughs> but oh hi nicole hello <laughs> it works 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 it totally works hi how are you do you have internet you have internet I do, and I'm on my my ear uh, earbuds or whatever the earbuds. Earbuds, yeah, what, what, earbuds. Yeah. So, yeah, earbud, the, the dog that we could play basketball. Find my microphone. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. You're good. You guys just move. Don't worry about it. Look, all you need to do is look oh outside God. of that beautiful freaking lake thing you're sitting on right there, and uh, it's you know, crazy. It's beautiful. My gosh, it's gorgeous. Uh-huh. I want to go Do I there. Sound okay? Does yeah, you sound fine. Yeah, you sound fine. Sound great. This like it, they're in my ears. I'm little, like, where's the titty. microphone? Not, not bad. Yeah, I mean, you're just you just worry. sound like yeah. you're on earbuds, but it's totally fine. It'll it'll work okay. in a pinch. All right. Um, well, let's All get right. going here. We got uh, some recommendals to get out to the world, and we're gonna do it today. So here's the deal. We start with Brian, and uh, we always do. Brian, you have a little setup for this. What do you got? I do. This is a uh, a film, and um, I don't know. I, for some reason, I think Scott is really gonna like this clip. Oh well. All right then. Let's find out why. I believe I'm to teach you to ride. It's funny to think how everyone in this movie is dead now. <laughs> We're like, I'm at least very old. He's probably got a motor scooter now. She pees in a bag. She's an obligation to her family. They take turns visiting her, and, and when they sit next to her bed and, and this movie comes on the TV, she goes, my, what a pretty young thing. You're bumming me out. Um, do you remember that stuff you were saying to Tim the other day? What stuff? The stuff about how his life isn't worth living. Yeah? Do you ever ask that question about yourself? Well, like any of our lives? Like, in a philosophical sense? Like, your life in particular is someone revving an engine in the back what is that yeah that's that's a very key point of the film that i won't that i won't spoil that noise that you hear in the uh, in the background mm. um this is a uh, a uh, a thriller kind of a dark comedy thriller from 2017 called thoroughbreds mm. and you might have recognized the voice of uh anya taylor joy 
I, the, about the two voices sounded almost identical. I was thinking, like, man, they don't make movies to be listened to, do they? Like, yeah, you really, just, yeah. You need I'm the sure visual. The two people look different, yeah. right? You need the they visual. They look absolutely different. And and having seen it, obviously, I'm, I'm I have no problem telling you the two different voices. But you know, now that I think about it, it uh, maybe the other voice you're hearing is Olivia Cook, and you might know her as um, she was the friend of Norman Bates on Bates Motel, the one with the uh, the oxygen. Um, oh, uh, the AMC one. I like that show. Yeah, the, that the, was good. The series, she's also, right? I mean, yeah. she's been in a ton of a ton of stuff. Uh, Ready Player One, uh, Sound of Metal, um, uh, Fireheart, Little Fish. I mean, Modern Love, Slow Horses, lots of stuff. X Cop. She was the Loch Ness monster's voice. Oh, and X Cop. Well, there you go. Her highest achievement. Did Fantastic. not did not know that. <laughs> anyway, um, this is uh, the story of uh, a couple of upper class uh students school students high school students in Connecticut suburban Connecticut and uh one of them um just is incapable of feeling feelings like can't feel joy can't feel uh anger guilt frustration anything and that's like Anya that. Taylor Joy yeah wouldn't that be great wouldn't that be great if if Anya Taylor Joy could feel no joy yeah is that her though uh, no, is that her character sadly sadly it's Olivia Cook the character. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. is she the one that was uh, like me saying everyone in this movie's dead yes okay yes all right and I do that all the time a lot of her character in this is kind of that that perspective um and she wants, uh, I don't know. Well, let me let me flip over to Anya Taylor Joy's character. She wants uh, uh, something to be dealt with, committed in her in her life. Oh, <laughs> okay, right. uh, it sounds like a, a I don't murder. Want to say any more than that? Probably oh, a, murder. Okay, it's a murder. She wants a murder yeah. committed. Yeah. Um, this is really really cool. So I think it's one of the first films by Corey Finley. Um, he, uh, he's only done, let's see, three. He did, uh, for TV, he did, we crashed that, um, Jared Leto and Hathaway thing about, uh, uh, we work, but also, uh, bad education. He's got something new coming out called landscape with invisible hand. Mm. Uh, so very early on, um, uh, director here, but I think we're going to see a lot of great stuff from him. This movie also stars the late, uh, Anton Yelchin. Uh, this was released after his death. Um, I was going to say he was 2016, 2015. Yeah, died. yeah, he like died the, the year prior. The year prior. Yeah. Uh, so this came out the same year as I think the Star Trek, the last Star Trek film. Um, that's where's really, it really streaming? Cool. It is streaming on uh, HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah. yeah, HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. Um, very, very, very well acted, incredibly well acted. And this is a movie that has to kind of be supported by its actors because it's it's almost film noir. Very sparse music. The music that is used in here is used to great effect, um, but it's not a constant score. And uh, so you really rely on uh, on the acting, and um, the acting is is top notch. Uh, you've also got Paul Sparks, who you might know from uh, House of Cards, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, he was Mickey Doyle. Um, oh, I like that guy. He's great, and he yeah. this this feels like uh, like they wrote the role and said, yeah, it has to be played by this guy. It has yeah. to be played by Paul Sparks. Something about so, him. He's um, great. Throw this one, uh, throw this one on your list, and you really, really enjoy it. It's called Thoroughbreds, twenty seventeen, streaming on HBO Max. Very nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Is it funny at all? Is there any fun moments? There's it's some dark comedy, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, but it's. But it's uh, 
but and, and the whole movie doesn't sound the whole movie's not as dour as that clip would have you believe. There was another clip that I liked until until it came up that she said everybody in this movie is dead. I said, well, that's the clip. Oh, I you have, have to use, use it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> can't help it. I've been doing this. I did this yesterday with an old movie. I can't help it. It's just impossible yeah. for me not to notice that everyone sure who made it is dead. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, mine. This is very, um, I won't say I'm cheating this week, but because I am really recommending this, but uh, you'll see why it's a little bit of a cheat. I'll, I'll play the clip and then I'll explain. You and I must come to an agreement. Most importantly, I am the only one who can keep this ship on a straight keel. Me, you need intact, unconsumed. Do you understand? Good. Now there is one more thing you have, which I shall require. Okay, brief clip. Yeah, thanks, um, thanks, to you, thanks to you, Scott, this yeah. past weekend, uh, bringing this up on FilmSack, I think. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah, I yeah. just I just watched this episode. Like, so I. Yeah. yeah it is. It. it is really rad. And I watched it again after we talked on FilmSack because I liked it that much. And I thought, you know what? I haven't had time to watch a ton of new stuff. I'm going to recommend this thing because I love it so much. Uh, it is a segment of Love, Death, and Robots from Season 2, which I've taken way too long to catch up with. Um, so this recommendation is an overall kind of refresh recommendation on that everybody should watch Bad, or uh, I almost said Bad Robots, uh, De- Love, Death, and Robots. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's incredible. It's inspiring. It's one of my favorite things on this planet. And um, this, this uh, segment called Bad Traveling, which came out in Season 2, as I mentioned, uh, features that voice you heard was Troy Baker, uh, who you know from a million video games. He's extremely oh, yeah. good in this. And I didn't even know it was him until I went and looked it all up. It's like, oh my gosh, that was, that was freaking Troy Baker. Um, they have a bunch of directors listed on this thing. Uh, they range mainly from people who work at, uh, not Boom Studio. What's the name of the studio that does um, lots of video game stuff? Crap. I can't find it. Any, I think it's Boom. Maybe it's Boom. Anyway, they do a lot of like intros for... Uh, they contract out intros for video games, cinematics, that kind of stuff. Like if you see a Elder Scrolls Online in, uh, intro, you're watching something they did. Anyway, um, th- this is them, but it's also directly involved in this is David Fincher, who essentially directed it and adapted it. And David Fincher's all over like production credit for the entirety of Love, Death, and Robots. So this is kind of you know his thing anyway. But this one in particular just really jumped out at me. Uh, I want a whole movie based on this, please. Um, it's the it's weird. It's kind of gross. Um, it's a giant crab that comes aboard a ship somewhere in the, I don't know, it's a, depicted as maybe the early 1800s, late 1700s. Bunch of British shipmates have to figure out how to deal with this giant man-eating crab in the basement of the ship. And in the basement of the ship, he's taken one of the corpses of the bodies he's already eaten and consumed and He's kind of using it as a puppet so he can communicate. Now, you didn't hear oh, any wow. of that, but he's like talking with him like a puppet. It's freaking freaky. But what, my favorite. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, nope. Go ahead. You're about to. You might have been about to answer my question. My favorite thing about it is stylistically, they made a really smart choice here. A lot of Love, Death and Robots CGI presentations 
are definitely ones where you go, oh, well, I can tell this is a studio that does video game stuff, or I can tell this is a studio that, you know, does that intro for that mobile game I play or whatever, because it just kind of has that look. This is stylized in a way where the faces are just a little weird and off. Their eyes are uh, slightly apart. The the faces almost look like wood. Um, it's a really unique look is what I'm getting at. And to me, it just sings. It's so good. It's so, it's just, it's dark. Okay. So get that in mind. If you don't like Cthulhu, like weird, you know, mega monster kind of content content, then maybe don't watch this. But if you're inspired by just the artistry of this sort of thing and the storytelling and um, again, amazing uh, voice work by him, Kevin Jackson, Fred Tascori, I think is how you say his name. These are, you know, people you've heard of before and a million other things, mostly again, a lot of video games, but it's so freaking good. Oh my gosh. It's based on a short what, story um, by Neil Asher. Yeah, go ahead. Can you rank the uh the seasons of Love Death and Robots? Like what is would 3 be? Oh gosh, I'm your favorite season. I don't so know. I'm torn on that. I, I like that the whole thing feels like it just runs together now. They kind of made it yeah. do that. So it doesn't feel like it's broken up. They just keep adding to a pile. And in a okay. way, I think that's good. So I would say I love it all. Um I think I was told that two wasn't as good. I disagree. I think this along with others and two are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of I two. I feel like you can break out the episodes the way you do like black mirror, right? Like yeah, if, you could, if you that. were trying to get someone to watch it, right. Who just kind of didn't want to maybe, maybe, you know, like this, this one, bad traveling, like is a really good, mm-hmm. you know, like go start here and, and check yeah, I out. agree. That's actually yeah. a really good point. Like if I knew people are, are uh, comedy fans, I know what I would do. I do those three robots a lot. I would do, um, what's the other one where the, the zombie outbreak happens and they do it in the style of the cameras mm-hmm. way up here. And you just see these little people running around. Absolutely love that one in the new season. Mm-hmm. Like you could make a playlist. Cool. I think that's a good point. And I, I like it that way, but I think too, too weirdly, I think it's just underrated. I think it's fantastic. It's short, you know, mm-hmm. but three is also that might short. Have been the biggest complaint that people had with it, right? It wasn't that oh, these are bad episodes. We just didn't get enough of them. Oh, the season sucks. Yeah, we didn't get enough. Episodes. Yeah, kind of because two and three kind of equal the amount of content that one was. But now that they're all just sort of in there, it just feels like one big pile of amazingness. And yeah. I'm just saying, if any of you grew up on Liquid Television or went to the Spike and Ike animation festivals or care about short stories being realized in these fantastic ways. Just go spend your time in there. It's so freaking good. So anyway, yeah. Netflix is where it all is. Uh, bad traveling from season two. I would definitely check that one out. But there is a ton of other stuff that I would also recommend. So you've uh, you you've brought up Spike and Mike's many times because it's a it's an on, honest comparison, right? Like yeah. you really you really do feel the connection between them. But oh, I just want to sure. say this is so much better than that than that movie festival. And and the reason is that movie festival has a lot of misses. Oh, right? yeah, like tons you, of misses. Sure. You go sit in a movie theater for two hours yeah. and like an hour and a half of it is. Eh. Yeah, no, you're right. This is like a refinement of that. I mean, it's like the since, you know, this was originally designed to be a follow up to the uh, heavy metal movies. Heavy metal. Yeah. And then they backed out of it and did this instead. I'm glad that they did because I think this just gives them more creative opportunities. But, you know, we live in a time where you can consolidate and pick the best ones and. You also are doing things with certain technologies to make even traditional animation look better. And I just watched the one with the the two ladies in space that crash. One of them dies. And what's her name from? Oh, I can't think of her name all of a sudden. Brian loves her. I can't think of her name. I love her too. She's in she's in Station Eleven. Um, 
Oh, Mackenzie. Mackenzie Phillips. Phillips? Mackenzie no, Mackenzie Davis. 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 Yes. Uh, she's in one of those, and it drove me nuts. All things. I was like, how do I know this voice? How do I know this voice? And I had uh-huh. to go look it up sure. after. But, but it's just breathtaking work. It's amazing, and it's the kind of stuff no one commits to for a full season or a whole two-hour movie. Just no one has the guts to say, "Hey, we're taking Bad Traveler and making a two-hour movie and putting it in theaters." They'll never do it. It's too weird. Sure. sure. So I'm so glad it exists in this format, and. Um, Highly recommend it. That's Bad Traveling you know from Love, you, Death, and Robots. Yeah. You can watch Liquid Television on Amazon. I did. I saw those are all there. I haven't done it, I but just, I, I'd love to do that. Yeah. yeah. I did watch you that. You the season. I did watch that Beavis Whatever. and Butthead movie last week for recommendals. Oh, yeah. And um, it's it's great. It's it's like uh, if you're a fan of that old stuff, right. they they nailed it. It was it was real good. Speaking of last so week's were- recommendals, which one of us is going to recommend the Orville this week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We keep having Orville recommendations. I'm guessing Nicole is not doing the Orville today, but uh, we'll see. Nope. What were you going to say, Nicole? Sorry, we cut you off. I was going to say, I didn't realize there was only five episodes of the first season of Liquid Television. Oh, really? I know. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? Huh. It's like, it just, I don't know. We saw yeah. it then. It was so innovative and new and crazy. I thought it went on forever, but no, it was it was short. And even the episodes, and I think it? they were a half an hour and it was maybe five or six shorts or something. Something's off with this because it says 1999, and I know it was not 1999. Yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe we're Mandela affecting. I don't know. If you want more liquid television, just watch Cake. That's kind of started. uh, It started in the in the summer of 91. I I remember. I remember exactly where I was when Liquid TV. I remember. um, What's the other thing I'm thinking of? Ah, I can't think of it. There was another thing like this in the 90s, <laughs> yeah. but I just love it all. And Aeon Flux. Or, oh, Aeon Flux was oh, so good. Anthology, but more anthology is what you're thinking. Yeah. And that was yeah. part of... What's that the one where there's a guy... There's one where there's a guy's in a race car or something, and he goes so fast and so furious. Sorry, I don't mean to say fast and furious. But he goes so <laughs> fast in this car that he eventually becomes a, like a skeletal ghost because he goes so fast. Does this ring a bell for anybody but me? Oh, I'd love whatever that was. I got to find that. Someone in the chat. Listen, we got chat people are crazy. They'll find this and they'll tell me what the hell I'm talking about. So if you you look at this liquid television on Amazon, all the reviews say, this is not the original liquid television. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's it's not it. All right. Never mind. All right. Well, somebody has it though. Maybe Paramount's the one that has it. Somebody's got it. Yeah. Somebody who has the old Viacom stuff, I think has it, but. It check. looks like it's on uh, archive.org. Oh, well, that's cool. I could watch it there. Oh, that's they're, interesting. They're trying I'll, to shut I'll put them the link down. in the chat because it looks like it is what, what I'm looking for. They're trying. Boom. Someone's trying to shut them down right now. I hope that doesn't happen. I love archive. Ouch. Uh, all right, Nicole, let's do you now. Yeah. Uh, what, sure. What, uh, so I got a clip here. Do you want me to play it first or do you have anything to, you want to say about it before I start? <laughs> um, so I've talked in the past about having uh, – chaser shows after watching a scary mm, show yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this is my chaser show i don't know if i would watch it without the scary show in front of it okay <laughs> 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 okay but it is a really good like chaser like it's a light-hearted silly funny a palate cleanser yes 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 so like a, we've like, been watching yeah. stranger things and getting and trying to catch up on stranger things and this season is for for it's really scary. It's a lot 
more scary, I feel like, than the past season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. Stuff's I, getting real, man. I need man. a chaser. I need something to calm me down so I can go to sleep. <laughs> All right. So well, this is that something that we've been watching after every episode. All right, sweet. And so everyone at home knows this is someone. Re- speaks- whoops, sorry. So they recorded this from uh, somebody did it from a, a phone. Yeah, from a TV. Yeah. So just so you know, that's yeah. why the audio is a little tinny. Here you go. Okay, so here we go. God is real, and God is good, and everybody is actually quite right about God. Meaning Jewish people, or Christians, or Hindus, or Muslims, or the other organized religions, or even the disorganized ones, or, or people that are just spiritual. As long as you lead with love and you do no harm, you're perfectly right about God. I think God wants to be a lot less fighting between people about their religions. God wants everyone to love each other and to respect each other. I have so many follow-up questions, but Clark, can you glow for me right now? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So tell me more. What is is this? So this is this is a Netflix show called God's Favorite Idiot. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so who who you heard talking is Ben, the actor Ben. Uh, is it Falcone? Falcone. Yeah, I think that's it's right. M- yeah. Melissa McCarthy's husband. So you might have remember you if you've seen Bridesmaids. He was the marshal. Uh, the air marshal in the airplane. If you've seen anything with, with Melissa McCarthy, you've seen Ben yeah. Falcone because he's always, he's yeah, always they're, they're husband and wife. They're a husband yeah. and wife team. So this is his. So apparently he wrote this show in his twenties. He wrote it as a book and Melissa told him you should do something with this. And like, let's say that this character, his character is named Clark. He is touched by God. And the the first clip that I sent you, Scott, was like the trailer. And it's Melissa McCarthy. And her character is silly and crazy. Um, she sees gl- uh, Clark glow. And she's like, what is going on? So he glows after he was touched by God. And so everything happening around him uh, at this, he works at an IT support center um, people are coming to like get him to touch him or to tell him he's the devil. Like there's all this stuff going around. And then he, the, the show has a really great supporting cast. Everybody's really funny. Mm. And then of course there's Satan. You have Satan. That's, um, Leslie Bibb. It says here, Leslie mm. Bibb. Yeah. yeah she cool. was in, she was in a American housewife. I loved her in that one. She's too. in all sorts of. But she always she, plays like. Remind me though, Brian, okay. is she the one from Lost or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's Maggie Grace. Maggie Grace. They are identical freaking twins. I swear they are. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes. that's cool. So she plays Satan. There's this whole concept of good versus evil, and it's it's not the best show, but it's funny. There's moments where I've laughed, um, and yeah, I, I enjoy it. So I'm going to recommend it. Okay. Nice. I like. Uh, Everybody you mentioned. I like Kevin Dunn. He's in this. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. I like him. There's a lot. You can tell there's a lot of um, improv. There's, like I said, the whole cast seems to work really well together. And there's times where I'm like, I think they're improv right now. 
especially Melissa McCarthy. She seems to do that quite a bit yeah. in the show. Well, she's pretty great. Um, all right. Excellent. Hey, Brandy, we got a one for you here. Uh, any setup yeah, here for and it's another shot chaser. I love this Nicole Spag mm-hmm. patented shot chaser concept. Oh, good. Uh, Smart. Yeah. yeah. Right now the shot, uh, uh that I, my crew is all, you know, having to down is the boys season three, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's intense. That is an intense yeah, is. freaking show. Yep. And I, you know, like every week for weeks, I've been, you know, jumping into Overwatch with my friends and they're all like, did you see the, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, you need a chaser for it. And this is delightful. It is so pleasant. My friends, Aww. please, uh, uh, you're going to know exactly what you're listening to. The instant it starts, this is the very first scene. It doesn't tell you anything. It really does try to establish a plot in the beginning, but it really doesn't. This does not spoil this, this at all. Okay, here we go. I'm going to play it. I, I already know uh, this is for all of us. So here we go. What you doing, Jean? I'm making an instrument out of spoons and a napkin holder and dreams and magic. Obviously, Tina. <laughs> How's the burger, Bob? It's okay. I put an egg on it. Why is Dad making a burger at 8 a.m.? Is he on British time? He's making it to bring to Mr. Dowling at the bank. We have a meeting this morning, and we're going to ask for an extension on our loan payment. Oh, fun. And we really, really need to get that extension. All the restaurant equipment is wrapped up in that loan. So you're giving him a burger? Well, I mean, we can't give him money, Tina. Because we don't have any. Pretty much. How about you play him some of this? Uh, what, to scare him? No, to enchant him. Bob, you know I love this bring him a burger idea, but isn't it a little early to be making it? I mean, our appointment isn't for a while. This is a practice burger. Why are you whispering? I don't want it to hear him feel bad. Okay. Wait, I'm a what? <laughs> Nothing. What? You're great. Shh, shh, shh. Mm, that feels nice. I know, I know. Don't rub my sesame seeds off. I won't, don't worry. They're a cute couple. Eh, I give them a year. <laughs> 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 so where uh, tell me this did is you go streaming? in and edit out all the spaces between uh <laughs> no that's how fast that's they, how they, they it, have man. it edited it's yeah. really funny yeah. i have i have before with recommendals i have yeah. edited out spacing oh, because yeah, it's I just did. like but I this did. is that is just straight the very first scene of this movie it's the bob's burgers movie guys it is not special in in the canon of bob's burgers i want to make that really really clear mm. this is just more bob's burgers it's an hour 41 Mm. which already is going to make you go how how could they you know like what in the world kind of story could they tell to go 101 minutes um the answer is it's just a big complicated story really they have a lot to tell it touches every character that you've ever seen in the show right Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just nice. It's pleasant. It's funny. It never stops being funny. It's a musical. They're, you know, like they're clearly trying to do uh what you know Disney does with a movie, right? Disney movie, uh everybody breaks into song every 10 minutes, and you kind of you kind of hope that the songs are memorable, and a couple of them really are. There's some real hits in this movie. Mm-hmm. So it's great. That's good. I uh love Bob's burgers. I was wanting to see this, and then you know, I when theaters got weird i just you know thought well maybe i'll wait until this comes home i didn't know it was home where is this where can i see it it's on it's on hulu right now oh um, that, that, i found disney plus no no it's on hulu, hulu. yeah hulu would hulu. be where 
Yeah. I mean, I think it even, I don't know who, well, whatever. Hulu's, Hulu's now Disney's dumping ground for things that are a little it's more really adult. really weird. Yeah. Cause I, when I did a search for it, 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 uh, I need to redo that icon. Yeah. You're right. Hulu only. Yeah. Oh, bundle Disney subs Hulu is probably why that oh, came. Oh, that's yes. what it is. Yeah. There, yeah. There's Disney so many things Hulu. you can integrate into Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all yeah. do that now. But that, uh, I didn't know it was already here. So I'm, I'm all in on this. Carter and I'll watch this like this week. I'm going to make that happen. Yeah, it I just I just like it's it's the shot chase shot chaser's brilliant yeah. Nicole thank you <laughs> like I felt that I I should have had a chaser for the bear right the bear is so hmm. intense oh yeah it's the just, bear needs a chaser dude for sure yeah it needs but, dessert um, <laughs> that's oh, I, also I, on HBO people are saying cool Bob's Burgers oh interesting yeah. okay that's I, weird. And, and that's a that's a little side thing I'm so glad that we're now in the age of you make a movie and it's not a massive summer tent pole like Top Gun Maverick. And you go ahead and say, we're putting this in theaters, but then like five weeks later, we're going to mm-hmm. give it to you on streaming. Cause what, who, after it's been in theaters for five weeks, a movie like Bob's burgers, no one's going to go see it's it. It's not going to have right. The staying power, like a, a Dr. Strange or a Thor or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I just, well, I hope everything ends up being like that. Right. I do too. I, I mean, Dr. Strange came home much faster than I expected. That, that thing being mm-hmm. on Disney plus felt like almost overnight. Uh, so I don't, but know. it was about six weeks, I think. Yeah. Which is nothing though. Remember when we were kids, yeah. you waited a year. Yeah, we were waiting months. Uh, yeah. yeah used sometimes to be, a year. It used to be the concept of second run movies. You had to, you, it wasn't going to be on videotape until it had had a second run. Yeah. Theaters, yeah. Right? You did something like Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. You'd see it in theaters. It would go away for a long time, come back to theaters, then go away for a long time. And then maybe VHS for 80 bucks. Maybe. <laughs> like man I, we're, we're living in new times faster um, times if you if you if you're on the fence still like if you like bob's burgers but you're just like i don't know if i need to see this movie the cast is just insane there are so many people that got pulled in to voice like not new characters but like they were the voice of a one or two episode character at some point and they're back in oh, this that's movie great. that's great and a bunch of them i like i can't even remember them all so many voices where you're like oh was that was that zach galifianakis yes it was that was zach galifianakis yeah, that's uh fish kevin Oders. klein yeah kevin his klein's brother right, his brother, yes. right. yeah fish odor's brother yes, fish odor's brother <laughs> is yeah. zach galifianakis uh, who, uh, there's just, oh man, how am I forgetting them Is all? Bill Hader um, in there? Bill Hader's in a bunch of stuff. Kristen Wiig, I think has been yeah. in yep. as a voice. Yep. 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 A number of times. We, uh, 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 David Herman, Nick Kroll, um, the Gary Cole, of course. He's in everything. Um, uh, you know, I, uh, my other thing with, if you're on the fence about Bob's burgers specifically because you hate Teddy. Um, I love Teddy. Movie, Who hates Teddy? I love Teddy. There yeah. are people. I have read people go. I I love this show and I hate. There's this a whole Reddit thread on people who hate <laughs> yeah. Teddy. They're yeah. lame. Those people can go pound sand, man. Teddy anyway, rocks. Yeah. Anyway, this like if if it's if it's like that for you, don't don't worry. The, there's no like, like there's no annoying character that gets too much of this movie. This movie is mostly about the the five people in the family. Okay, well there you Do have they it. Because I actually don't like the singing. Oh, you're not a fan of the the singing. I'm not. That a, surprises I'm not a fan me of to hear that. Some of the most like, delightful I, moments I, I, in that I show. Like musicals, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. I skipped over those episodes. <laughs> oh oh well. Um, I can't. I can't it, fix it for you then. If that's <laughs> if that's your if that's what keeps there, you on the is fence. Is there a lot? But is there a lot of singing? How much singing do you is feel in like, it? Do you feel like a movie like Frozen has a lot of singing? 
Is it so? It's like frequency it of frozen, musical, isn't it? It's a frozen. It's a frozen cadence in terms of how much singing, right? Is that what you're saying? That's how Pretty often much. they sing. There's, okay. you know, uh, like there, you know, like the again. I try to avoid getting clips with music in it, and so like that's yeah. why you got that. But there are tons of scenes like the one you just heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, just you know, they, they use minutes. songs to uh, they mostly use songs, by the way, to let you know about the characters, like who who feels how they feel so that if you've never, ever seen any Bob's Burgers yeah. and you just come into this like you're watching Serenity and not Firefly there, they do kind of let you know who everybody is and, and how they operate yeah. through song. Yeah. Well, I, I don't hate Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, you so love somebody it. Somebody put that in the uh, in the chat. Like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. No, I I get it. If it's not your, I mean, because you're these some of these characters, it's not like they're professional singers. I mean, Linda does a pretty right. good job well, of sounding that way, I guess, sometimes. But I don't know. Oh, it just oh. doesn't fit. It doesn't fit for me. It, just, oh, it I, takes me out of it. I Weird. mean, John Benjamin and Kristen Shaw have no business singing ever, and they're hysterical. <laughs> I, I love the one of the most touching episodes ever is the one where they kind of they have the outdoor garden thing and they get really apart as uh, dad and daughter. They just lose their connection, and by the end, they're doing the singing bit together where they, you know, they kind of come back together. I think it's one of the sweetest things I ever saw on TV. But if you don't like musicals, that whole scene is so. so- I never said I don't like musicals. I <laughs> like musicals. <laughs> Nicole, why do you hate everything with music in it ever? Why do you hate joy? I don't like cartoon musicals. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So do you like like Steven Universe, Nicole? I do like Steven Universe, but I didn't like it when they sang either. Uh, Okay. Okay. So it's a cartoon singing thing. So you're fun. See, I have the exact opposite problem. I don't like real people singing in my movies. That's when I don't. I don't mind the real people. I don't know why I don't like. I don't like musicals with people dancing. I'm starting to evaluate like when I don't like the singing, and it's usually with cartoons. The only exception I make is is Moulin Rouge. I love that movie to death, top to bottom. That's the one. That's the one. There's there's now I want to probe this. Like La La Land. What? What? Won't see it. Haven't seen it because I don't want to see them singing. He's hey, he's Blade Runner. He's he's K. He's supposed to be out be catching catching uh, replicants. You're not supposed to be singing. What about Hamilton? Uh, How are you with Hamilton? Hamilton, I like. I like Hamilton. Oh, okay. So old people singing. Well, but that's a stage thing. That's different than a movie. Hey, hey, Brian. You know, though, everybody in Hamilton is dead now. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Hamilton. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Hamilton died. I hate to tell everybody. Uh, Well, all right. Here's the fun part. All the stuff we talked about, it'll be put in a big ball and shared with everybody uh, via Nicole's it. Twitter, be Randy's Twitter. Everybody's Twitter is all firing off on all cylinders. Uh, find <laughs> it wherever you get it. And uh, it'll be great. Uh, of course, Nicole Spag and Randy Deluxe out there. It's great to have you both back this week. And Nicole, I'm, I'm so happy you're settled and, you know, there and all that. I'll find my mic next week. All right. You said, you know, this worked. So in a pinch, we're all good. Yeah, it's not too we bad. We will see you on the next recommendals. See, we're doing we're doing the singing. We got the singing. And this and we're not cartoons either. All right. <laughs> there they all go. That was fun. All right. Hey everybody. That's going to yeah. do it for the show, but a quick couple of things. Uh, hold on. I lost my There yeah. it is. Lost my thing. We got a quick email to read right here. Send and receive email. Uh, hi, Scott. On today's TMS, says Snap. Uh, this was episode 2317, so that was yesterday. You talked yeah. about gas prices and the different narratives being put forward on cable news. As much as I detest those talking heads, I think you were missing the point about gas stations. Most gas stations are owned by franchisees who, uh, escape, 
who scrape by with razor thin margins selling condoms and cigarettes. Mmm. Condoms right. and cigarettes. Favorite 80s band. Oh, they're amazing, right? <laughs> they would bring down the house when they would come on. They would, they would, yes. Uh, they all died of cancer and uh, sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> STDs so, and cancer, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. The criticism on the right is that Biden administration is making them into a scapegoat, even though they don't really control gas prices. I would also caution against demon- uh, demonizing the oil companies and executives. Do you think they were any less greedy a year ago when gas was $2 a gallon? Gas is a commodity, and its price will fluctuate with supply and demand. What we're seeing right now is mostly the supply shock from the cutting off Russian exports uh, after the invasion of Ukraine. Love the show, though. Snap. Uh, all good points. Fair points. Um, you know, I don't know. I do not know the ins and outs of how oil companies work. I do know that when they post record profits during a time where pr- gas prices are super high, I, I, what else am I supposed to make of that? That doesn't make any sense to me. When McDonald's says our fries are going up two bucks, yet McDonald's has the best quarter of their existence. Again, right. what yeah. am I supposed to make of that? So, so you understand the 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 reason why I'm skeptical of billionaires and millionaires. But, but uh, but yeah, uh, fair points all around there. Snap well, it. skepticism for sure. Yeah, skepticism is a healthy thing. If you want to be like Snap and send in your uh, email, you can themorningstream at gmail.com. A couple of quick PSAs. Play retro last night. Go get that episode now. Uh, yes. Brian, anything going on Coverville related until tomorrow? Or? Uh, not till tomorrow, but today is assembling music day, so uh, got to figure out what what uh, I've got my I've got my plan for what it's going to be. We just got to see what I get for it. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, yeah. so, uh, also, tiny update about the Friday plan. So we we talked yesterday about um, this is for patrons. So patrons, pay attention. Everybody else, you can ignore this. Um, we were talking about doing our couch party this weekend. We're still doing it. However, based on a bunch of your feedback, 1 p.m. in the day, a mountain time's a little early. You know, mm-hmm. kind of hard to get as many people there as possible. So we're pushing it to three. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't possible changes down the road. We're, we're fluid here at TMS Central. So we're always willing to, to wiggle around and figure out the best things. But uh, this week, we're going to start at 3 p.m. mountain. That's 4 Central, That's right. 5 Eastern, it's not 2014's perfect. 2014's Edge of Tomorrow, which should have been called Live, Die, Repeat. That's right. But we're going to love it because that movie's awesome. Uh, so we're going to watch that together. Uh, that's at 3 p.m. Not 1. 3 p.m. is the schedule. All right. That's it. Patreon.com slash TMS. If you want to be one of those people, if you just, uh, sign up now, you're still eligible. And uh, we'll make it real easy for you to get in. That's patreon.com slash TMS for low as a buck a month. You can be part of that and all the other benefits that come to patrons. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Hey, Brian. Yes, sir. Uh, the song to song time. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, okay. I've got something. Okay. I've got something. Right. Uh, Mrs. Taffy Guy, Lois, wrote in and said, hello, Stitches and Band-Aid. Mrs. Taffy Guy here. Lois, I'm requesting a song for my husband, Mike, your friend Tadpool Taffy Dealer. Mm. Scott, can you give me 13 random three-second clips? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why 13? Oh, because it's the 13th? I don't know. Oh, well, because it's the 13th. For okay. Sure, for, here, okay. Here. Yeah. Um, all right. You know what? We'll do this. That's fine. Let me see. Uh, we'll do... She said three seconds. I can't do it by seconds, but I can do it close. I can do under three. Cool. How about that? Here we go. Okay, do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's Nicole laughing weird. No. That's Gabe Simpson saying no. Uh, uh, that's Bo Schwartz making a weird now na- and sound. Crap. Crap. That's a- April Ness saying burp or yep or whatever. Uh, here's a or no. Here's Amy. Puber. What? Puber. Oh, that's Arnold, not Amy. Arnie. Oh, is what okay. I wrote. He said pube. Uh, here's oh, okay. uh, Nick Cage. 
Uh, here's um, me yelling. Okay. Here's hi, Birdum. Hi, Birdum. Okay. Uh, and then uh, side am I at thirteen? Let's see. Well, see you later. Okay. If, if last one. Here's the last one. Okay. There you go. Oh, and wow. then Trump snorting at Herman Cain's thing. There. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Fantastic. Well yeah. done. Uh, Lois says, uh, July 13th, I'm having a pen a paniculectomy done. Uh, extra skin and fat removed. Ooh. I just want to remind uh, Mike that in our hard times, I can't help falling in love with you. Thanks for taking time off work to supervise me and make sure I don't do anything I'm not supposed to. Love the show, bro. I can definitely see why you like it. Lois, a.k.a. Mrs. Taffy Guy. Happy birthday, Taffy Guy. That's the one right there. Uh, all right. So her request is a cover of Can't Help Falling in Love with You. Her version that she requested is the Tommy Prophet version. Now, this album, Covers Volume 1, came out in 2019 and actually features two different versions of this song. And what's cool about it is they do a minor key dark version and a more upbeat positive kind of like the original uh, major key version. I'm going to play the dark version because that's the one that uh, Lois linked to. Here is Tommy Prophet. Neither of those words spelled like you think they would be (laughs) with a cover of Can't Help Falling in Love featuring, this is featuring the vocals of Brooke, uh, the dark version uh, from 2019. Awesome. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'll fight back, butt naked.